0: Hey everyone, um, welcome back to the to the welcome back of the podcast. Still going strong, second week in a row. Still kind of sick. Um, had to get a COVID test this week, uh, which just came back negative this morning, which was expected. But it's good I can finally leave the house again and go back to work. I just wish like the sniffles and the cough would go away sooner but evidently that's not happening uh yeah been a been a slow week I've been been at home all week really haven't worked and um I know it's nice to get some time off I'd like before I had a job I don't know if I mentioned that I got a job but I've got a job (laughs) before I had one um i I just sit at home all day, and I loved it. Like, I just felt so freeing, and then I got a job, and I was like, great, you know, got to go work, which I still feel every morning when I wake up to go to work. (laughs) But uh, evidently, I miss it because I'm bored as all hell at home. Just need something to do. I don't it's, it's nice having a job that I don't hate, despite, like, I don't know, if I have to wake up in the morning, early in the morning for it. Actually, no, I don't think, no one likes having to go to work, you know, no one likes work interrupting what could be a very chill day, ever, like, it's never fun to be like, alright, to, like, put you work uniform on and get in the car and drive like that's not no one likes that that's not an enjoyable part but once once you're there for me anyway at the moment and you're in the swing of things so um i don't know it's nice i'm enjoying it um i never wanted to become someone who worked a day job i wanted to sort of work on my own schedule and you know just be creative on my own time but it's not uh, exactly happening so far, and I've got to pay rent somehow. So, yeah. But yeah, it's been a been a been a week, um. Been a week. Well. Did I mention last week that I probably didn't? There's this new, docu series on Stan, courtesy of Showtime, about the Comedy Store in L. A. The episodes air on Sunday afternoons, so if you haven't been watching that, go watch it. It's two episodes in, that's a really good. Um, the comedy store is basically like the heart of comedy in in, LA, at the very least, and probably I'd, you could say, make a case, say it's the heart of comedy in US, and the world, really. I mean, that's where like everybody's favourite comedians, not everybody's, but... Yeah, if you're a comedy fan, like pretty much everybody that you've seen have a stand-up special on Netflix or anything else, they uh they all frequent the comedy store. And it's just cool to find out its history. So definitely go watch that. I just watched um Lovecraft Country, uh the HBO show. Which I honestly... I'm not liking as much as... I think I'm supposed to. <laughs> you know, it's sort of HBO's big... Show for the year. Last year would have been... The, like the Game of Thrones final season... And the first season of Euphoria... They would have been the big HBO shows. But this year... It's just Lovecraft Country really... Because it's been... The slowdown. Um, and it's alright. But like, it doesn't really seem interested in... Like, I don't know, telling its story. I mean, it does, but, like, not, it's not happening quickly. They're really taking their time. And I just find myself, like, not really loving the characters as much as I'm supposed to. I listen to the, they've got, like, an after show podcast. One of the writers from the show, and, um, and, uh, I think she's a, a TV reviewer from like the from Variety or the LA Times or something they do a podcast on the show and they're like they talk it up so much I mean I guess it's their job but I don't know they never analyse any sort of negatives about it oh, excuse me I'm going to sneeze <coughs> sorry I have to leave that in because I can't be bothered editing um yeah, and they just, like, all they do is, like, hype the show and talk about how great it is. And it's nice because they, like, cause one of the writers is part of the podcast, so she can explain things that the show doesn't to you, really. Um, which shouldn't really be needed, but, you know, it's it's just the case. I mean, it's not a bad show. It's very enjoyable and, I don't know, It's it's it's... Fun to sit down and watch every week but it's nothing that i like love it's not not a show i'm gonna um suggest that like you rush out to go watch um it's fine if you want to do a little binge once the season's over which will be next week um cool i just found a pause button so i could blow my nose um But yeah, I'd I'd definitely say go watch the Comedy Store document, docu-series uh, on Stan. It's just called the Comedy Store Um, before that. The season premiere of Fear the Walking Dead season six uh, came out today, and I just watched that. It was freaking cool. Um, It's becoming actually, like, really, really good. Like, when Morgan joined the show... Um, when he left The Walking Dead and came to the show to fear The Walking Dead in season four. Like, it really sort of rebooted everything and changed it up. Um, and it's it's made the show a lot more fun. But uh, now I, am re- I like, really look forward to it because the, the Walking Dead and its spin-off shows are, like, I don't know, it's like, how much fucking zombie drama can you get before getting bored and they've found a way recently with like the last two seasons of the walking dead and the last uh two seasons of fear the walking dead and this current season to like just make it interesting like they just sort of change up the whole feel of the show and they make it as dreary and make it like a little more fun a little bit more comic booky you know they don't stick with characters who are fucking boring like they they did for a while in The Walking Dead. They they know when to switch it up and make it fun, give you a bit of a variety. So if you're not watching that, um, I mean it's it's another one that I wouldn't. I'm not saying like you need to watch it right now. It's no, Better Call Saul. But if you like The Walking Dead and you sort of kept up with it, I'd say jump on over to Fear the Walking Dead if you can. The first three seasons are with sort of a... It's kind of a whole different show, like um, the a like different main character and very different vibe. Um, a lot of a much more darker vibe. But once season four comes along, Morgan becomes the main character. All those other characters sort of... They're still there, but um, they just sort of take a backseat to him being the bright light for the show. And um, it sort of switches genres from, like, dark, sad family drama and a zombie apocalypse to, like, a sort of fun western with a family of people who've sort of been thrown together due to circumstances of the apocalypse. And it's it's, it's just a lot more invent that's it's definitely more inventive than the walking dead because it has to be um it decided it can't just be like another show with people surviving zombies and so it's it's come up with a way to have like fun interesting um sort of different themed episodes like a there's there's one episode where they're trapped in a town and you know, there's. It's like it looks like an old west set from like fucking Back to the Future Three or something, and they've got to like fight off the zombies with like barely any ammo and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's it's uh, a recommendation if you, if you've worked through all the essential watching that you think you need to, I'd say uh, give it a go. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Well, what to say now? Well, I'm doing the comedian thing again. Like, what else? What else? Let's have a look. It's October. It's my favourite month of the year. Um, I don't know. I just love the... Despite being sick right now. The, uh, the whole... I don't know. Even the air just seems nicer. Like, the the fucking evening spring breeze here. Um... I don't know, it's just very... It's like perfect. It's the exact temperature. <laughs> oh, that's weird to be talking about. Um, and, and it reminds me of, like... I guess the air reminds me of, like, trick-or-treating at the end of the month, like, that, being outside and sort of walking around. It's just a nice time of year where I live. Um, and, I, I, and I enjoy the spring, I will say. And, you know, Halloween is my favourite holiday, um, because there's no, like, no fucking pressure on it. Easter and Christmas, um, they're the other, I'd say they're the other two big ones that would compete. But they've got the fucking pressure of Jesus weighing over it, and, um, like, it's a real, it's gotta be, they're kind of like family holidays, um. And then you've got your birthdays and such, which are more personal. And as you get older, they sort of become less important. To me, anyway. Um, and then, you know, strewn throughout the year, there's, You know, your public holidays, your Labor days, your Queen's birthday, etc. Which nothing really gives a shit about. They're just happy that you get a day off. But Halloween is just like a fun, you know, dress up in goofy outfits. Eat a lot of candy. Watch scary movies. Like, it's just... Sounds like it's just a day where I get to do, where it's uh permissible for me to do everything that I'd rather, I'd I'd want to do, twenty, um, twenty four seven. I like dressing up in goofy costumes and eating junk and watching, you know, kind of trashy horror movies. It's my favorite stuff. Ah, this pause button is handy. My gosh. So from what I hear, the um the recording of last week's episode was, was uh, decent. Like no, not much. Sort of outside sound. You might hear a bit of like, you know, a bit of scratching like that because I'm I'm sitting at my, coffee table and the phone's on it and I'm on my laptop. So. Um, you might hear a bit of rubbing and stuff like that, but you're just gonna have to forgive me. Um, What oh the boys the boys just ended. Um, If you've got Amazon Prime, the boys is probably like their biggest show right now. It's essential. It's based on a comic book series. um, About superheroes, but it's a bit more realistic. Like it's it's basically if the Justice League or Avengers were to exist in our world how would that really look and like the justice league is run by a a company that has ulterior motive they're really just about making money so they like make movies about these superheroes starring these superheroes and they like pay them to save the world and stuff like that and it gets and it's about a group of like anti-heroes called the boys who are trying to expose the the sort of wickedness of this company and the the superheroes within the, their control and uh, it's very gory and pulpy and um it just gets extreme with like sexual stuff and it's a lot of fun to watch um they can get a bit heavy at times but it's definitely definitely a fun watch so Go give that a go. There's only two seasons, sixteen episodes, um, in total. About I think they're about an hour each, so you can knock it out in a couple of days, if you needed to. Oh, Steely and I just watched, the Haunting of Bly Manor, which is, um, kind of the second season of the Haunting of Hill House, but it's it's really its own thing, just from the same, team. Um, it brings back a few of the actors from the. The Haunting of Hill House, playing completely different roles in a completely different story at a completely different scary house. Um, but yeah, it's a bit. It takes a bit to get into. It's a bit of a slow pickup, but there come the there comes a point in it where you're like, oh, so this is what's happening, and this is what this show really is. Um, so, I wouldn't say those first few episodes are uninteresting you just sort of like all right where where are we going like like what's sort of happening like there's weird stuff happening but i just want the answers um and they feed you the answers um very gradually and like but in a in a good way like you're you're satisfied um, you also might be wondering like where are the fucking ghosts because there's in the first season there's like hidden ghosts in every every scene like in the in the corner of the room <coughs> oh, pardon me like in the corner of the room like under a blanket but you can sort of see their leg popping out and stuff like that but in this season it's a lot less ghost ridden um because it's a different kind of story but if you watch it which you definitely should I'll, i will say of the th- of the shows out at the moment that would be my priority to tell you to go watch of, like, current airing TV. So Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. And if you haven't seen Haunting of Hill House, start there. Work your way through. Um, really just sort of great, great TV. Uh, what else have I been watching? Tyler? Fargo, season four. That started a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm, I'm not loving it so far. But from what I remember of the first three seasons, which is hard because there's like two or three years between each season, um, I remember it sort of being like, similar to Bly Manor, being like, where is this going? Like, we've got a bunch of quirky characters, they're all sort of (laughs) crisscrossing, but I don't really get the story yet. Um, Episode four is out at the moment, I haven't watched it yet. I'll get to it after this uh, episode, but hopefully we sort of start to see a story, a bit more of a story form. Because sometimes the show can get lost in its own um, creativity and it just sort of gets a bit wacky. Uh, what else, Tyler? Let's take a look at the old, the old um, TV Time app. Not a plug, but I use this app called T V Time, which basically tells you gives you like a calendar of like each week what shows are coming out on what days and stuff like that. <coughs> Pardon me. And it um and you tick them off as you go along, so it gives you progress in them. Um you can make little lists of like your favourite shows, which I don't really do, but it also tells you exactly how much time of your life you've spent watching tv (laughs) and i feel like i've talked about this before but at the moment i'm up to nine months 28 days and 10 hours of my life spent watching tv now to be fair i don't always like sit and stare intently at the screen when i'm watching a show sometimes i'll be on my computer or on my phone or like sorting out other things um Star Trek Discovery comes back this week. That's good. Oh, this new Walking Dead show, Walking Dead World Beyond, which is set ten years after um, the like the Walking Dead apocalypse. So it's it's roughly where the Walking Dead show is now, um, but it's set in like an established community who like sort of the people who live there haven't a lot of them haven't really had to either see or deal with walkers ever and it's about these four kids who decide to set off like leave obviously because where would be the fun in staying there um and go across country to find one of their dads who's been um like out of contact for a while it's only going to be two seasons 10 episodes per season, I believe, so a nice little 20 episode show, um, two episodes are out so far, and it's, it's fine, like, I'm kind of, I'm a completionist when it comes to stuff like this, that's why I stuck with Fear the Walking Dead, like, for a season longer than I wanted to, um... Like, the, those first three seasons, I, I wasn't loving, but I like, I'm like like, uh, so I've got to stick with it in case, like, there's... You know, there's always some sort of crossover that happens that I feel like I'm missing out on. Um, But luckily, that show got better. Um, but this one's about sort of angsty teens who've never killed walkers before, so they're, like, struggling, and they're all racked up in self-guilt, and uh, it's like, come on, are we still fucking doing this? You know? Like, episode two there was a a flashback to this character who was gay and he told his dad and his dad was like, you're no son of mine, get out of this house. And then, like, the apocalypse was happening and the son came back to the house to get his mum and dad. And they're like, go away, we don't need you. <laughs> it's like, dude, there's zombies around. Stop being a fucking... Stop being a fag. <laughs> like, just, just be... Just be cool with it. It's 2020. I mean, I guess in the show it was 2010, but st- like are we still telling that story, really? Um, but I'll keep watching it. So A, I have something to at least bitch about on the podcast. And, and B, because of course there will be, there's going to be some sort of crossover that's going to include like Rick or something. That's why I watched all those Arrowverse shows for so long. Like, Supergirl, I think, when Supergirl finally crossed over with those shows, um, I think it was, like, at the end of the first season of Supergirl was when she met um, The Flash. And I was like, fuck, all right, now i got to binge watch that. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I guess from now on I'll just watch them all so I don't miss anything. And you know what? It's It, it was really great to just let all that go and be like, hey, you know what? I've... I watched those shows for eight years. It's time to move on. Maybe eventually when they end, I'll go back and, like, finish up what I missed. Like, Supergirl's ending, the sixth season, is going to be its last season. And I watched up to halfway through season five. So I might go back and sort of finish up that. But who knows? You know, there's, there's bigger things happening in the world that I... In my world that I should probably be more concerned with. But, we'll we'll see. (coughs) Um, I went to see David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, I think it's called, at the cinema. Um, Steely. Sort of randomly bought us tickets to go see it. and It was a little date night. We went and saw a documentary at the cinema in VMAX and we were the only people there. We got, like, recliners and shit. Um, Which I feel bad for because she, like, paid for the recliners as, like, a little special sort of bonus um, for the date night, like a little surprise. But the theatre was fucking empty, so no one was coming in to check anyway. um, We did that a few weeks ago, actually. We went to see Inception, the 10-year anniversary, and I bought us the couch seats... And there weren't there was maybe ten people in the cinema. Like it didn't really matter where you sat, uh, but um, it definitely wasn't worth. I got the couch seats at half price, which was good because it, it definitely wasn't worth the uh, the cost. Because you're like right up the front, and you've got to like crane. You're laying down, and you still have to like crane your neck to see the screen. It's like who the fuck thought this was a good idea? At fifty dollars a bed. But I got of twenty five. Um, yes, we saw that and then we came home and then we saw that it was still it was on Netflix. I think it came out like a few days earlier <laughs> on Netflix or that night even maybe. Um, but it was really cool, you know. Those David Attenborough visuals are are always amazing, and it was even better to see them up on the big screen. So and I didn't have to pay for it. So that was that was nice. Um, But, yeah, it was really kind of scary in a way. Like, you know, every now and then I think about sort of... Because it's it's sort of... It's made to look like kind of like a a final David Attenborough film. Like, for him to be like... Pardon me. (coughs) Sorry. For him to be like, all right, I've spent 50-odd years making these documentary films about nature and stuff. And this is what I've, um, seen change in the environment in the last 50, 60 years. Um, and if it keeps progressing this way, we're going to be done for within a hundred. And, um, so he's like, basically this is what is happening. And this is steps I believe we can take to change the trajectory of our, um, both like the, the, the wild, like the environment of the world and sort of the, the future of humans, um, and it was very, it was kind of enlightening, I would, I'd definitely recommend people go watch it, like, it's a bit, sorry, <coughs> well, you cough a lot more when you talk, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit different, because most David Attenborough movies are like, look at the fish, the fish is beautiful, and this is the fish having babies, and now the babies are beautiful, <laughs> like. But this is more, of like, hey, um, our world's getting kind of shit. Uh, here's how we can fix it. Yeah, so, it is it is a bit of a bummer, uh, but it's still beautiful to look at, and it's. Uh, uh, it 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 poses. He poses some very, good ideas on how to. Uh, sort of stop the decomposition of the world, so you know, that's on Netflix right now, David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, go give it a watch, look, I'm doing pretty well, um, sort of, I've sort of been stumbling and jumping around topics, and I feel good, like, I feel like I could go for another half hour, but, um, I may just give it a few more minutes because the more I talk, the more I'm coughing and it's going to fuck everyone, everyone's ears up. So, um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling back in the groove, feeling like I might get back to those hour-long episodes that I was doing, um, but just not this week. So, in a minute, I'm going to go watch Fargo. Um, it's KFC night. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Also, I have to work tomorrow, which means I get to sort of indulge myself a little, as I like to do on the non-work evenings. Still working my way through those Batman comic books. Got another one coming this week. Um, Arkham Asylum is coming this week, finally. And I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Disney Plus announced that they're going to release their new Pixar movie, Soul on uh Disney Plus for free on Christmas Day, which is cool uh they did that earlier this year with onward uh which i which I enjoyed. I always loved the Pixar movies. everyone said that one was kind of meh, but it um it made me cry. The Pixar movies always make me cry. This one's about like um sort of from what I understand like jazz music or something like that or like a jazz musician who dies and it's about his soul or something like that. So that that hits theaters Christmas day, uh, maybe Boxing Day for us in Australia, but you know around then, little Christmas treat. Um, we get one division in December. I think it's going to come right after. Uh, <sighs> sorry, right after Mandalorian finishes. Um, so I'm excited about that. They announced that Doctor Strange was going to be like a main character in the third Spider-Man movie. It's weird to get excited for all these <laughs> things coming in the future because it's like, are they going to come in the future? <laughs> all these movies keep getting delayed because COVID doesn't seem to be... <coughs> pardon me. Are you going anywhere? Far out. I'm sorry if this podcast sounds a bit jumpy because I've paused at least five times to cough or have a drink of water or something. But yeah, COVID doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Almost got its hands on me, but it did not. Um, the president of the US might have it, or might not, who knows. It was funny when I heard about that, because it's like, oh shit, like, COVID kills old people, and he's fucking old. Like, he's 74 or something like that. So maybe it might take him out. And then I'm like, well, he is the president of the United States, and he's a liar. So if if he does have it, which he might not, <laughs> Um, they've probably got some super secret, you know, some Captain America shit that they can inject him with and save his life. He He's not done. Anyway, he's probably going to be the president for the next four years, but eh, that's, that's not really my problem at the moment anyway. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to call it because my fucking coughing is sudden to get real bad, the more I talk, it's like a snowball effect, like I'm coughing more and more, so thank you for listening, still if you are, um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm really doing my best to keep consistent with these, I've just sort of got to find a pocket of time before Tuesday, so it's Monday right now, I'm just going to find a pocket of time where I'm alone for half an hour, um, which isn't as hard, I mean as easy as it might sound, but I'm, I'm doing it, you know, I don't know why I'm complaining. It's easy. Thanks for listening. Episode 10. It's our 10th episode. We made the double digits finally. Um, yeah. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.